Good morning, Angie. Good morning. So uh, welcome to another week of us chatting. We've had some really great feedback from this week's podcast. It's because we want to get to know you more. That's why. Uh, you think so? I, I really, I cannot grasp that whole concept. Of, of why, getting to know you? Yes. I understand to an extent, but I don't think I'm that interesting. <laughs> no, but you are. You're an on-air personality. You are the host of the Angie in the Morning show. So everybody hears you in the morning, has an opportunity to hear you, and you're transparent, vulnerable. You share your heart. You share parts of your life and your story. And so now it's kind of digging a little bit further. So it's taking yeah. this relationship that we talked about last week and going more in depth, getting so, more personal. That was one of the comments I got this week. Well, and, look at that. And I, I, it was interesting. It really, it kind of shocked me. Last week, we talked about the fact that when I was a kid, I had to make friends, mm -hmm. right? And it was always me initiating a friendship or something like that. And this person said, I wish we could be friends. And just that statement alone, well, first of all, I was really honored by that. But I was just amazed that somebody wanted to be my friend. It <laughs> somebody actually said, I want to be your friend. I'm X a number of years old, and I have never had that before. Probably you have, but nobody's really said that to you? May, yeah, maybe that's it. It's just a, whether they've said it to me or not. Yeah, I think you you attract people. People want to be around you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in the position that you're in. Mm, yeah, maybe. But then again, people can tune you out too. Yeah, they can <laughs> definitely hit another button on that radio dial. No, so, but last week you took it to the level of we called your friend. Oh my goodness. And you talked about... Was that bad? No, that was fun. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so, so funny. I am interested in getting to know you on another level. You going to ask me crazy questions? Well, no, just I would like to connect with one of your children oh. and see if we can get to know you from a motherhood perspective. Oh. Oh. Is that something we can do? So one of the four, I'll probably pick Tori. Well, and you've talked about her. She's graduating and she's been in transition. Yeah. She actually got all of her homework in. Now she's got all of her homework. Yeah. Well, what had happened was that she moved and then the internet didn't get connected when they said it was supposed to be connected. It was this whole, you know, oh, yuck. internet companies. So she ended up calling the teacher and saying, I, I don't have internet. I've got to go here or there or whatever. So anyway, she got all her homework in. I watched the commencement on Sunday. So she's graduated. Oh, it's yay. Done. Um, but yeah, we can, we can talk to Tori. Hello. Wow. She answered. Is this a recording or is this a live you, daughter? You said, I'm going to call you in five. And then you called me in 20 in like the two minutes I went out to take out trash. <laughs> Hello, Tori. Hi. <laughs> Tori just found out that you still had freckles in the freezer, feathers and all, when she listened to the podcast. Yeah. Did that, was that disheartening? Oh, no. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Sometimes the truth hurts. I know. It's that, all good. That that I mean, rooster. Oh. If we're talking about freckles, he even followed me to look through one of your basement windows while I was working out. Like, no way. <laughs> he was watching her through the basement window. <laughs> he Wait. was checking you out. That's so, what he was doing. So when Tori and I were trying to leave, our cars were parked one behind the other, and Freckles was standing next to our cars, and we wanted to get rid of him. So we both turned on our car alarms at the same time, and he just stared. Oh, he he, he stared at the care. cars. 
at Darn Rooster. He was really, he did follow her around the basement though. <laughs> look, look, we're talking about relationships, and look at the relationship and bonding you had with Freckles, both of you. It, it was interesting. I mean, eventually we were fine. Eventually, <laughs> yes, eventually he and I came to an understanding as well. That's why he's in the freezer. <laughs> No, but you know, we used to give Tori a hard time because Tori actually raised chickens and she's, showed chickens for years. She's the chicken whisperer. She is the chicken she whisperer. Is. So we thought she'll handle Freckles with no problem. But then Freckles was turned to be too much for both of us. But guess who watched the video? Yep, that's right. This gal watched the video and figured out how to make my space dominant over Freckles' space. I tamed a rooster one time by holding him like a baby until he fell asleep. I remember you telling me that. She didn't do it with freckles. <laughs> she was well, a fre- I couldn't get a hold of freckles. <laughs> well, if you're ever hot and you want to hold freckles, come to my house. He's pretty chill oh. right now. <laughs> He's very chill. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, hey, Tori, did your mom tell you why I wanted to call? No, she did not. I am curious as mother daughter and she's talked about you before here saying that you kind of balance her your good sounding board talking about relationships so i'd like to know about your relationship with your mother there's several things that i'm curious about remember that conversation we had about the kids that are most like us yeah that's tori okay Hang on, hang on. I resent that statement, not because I'm being called like my mother, but because I am an individual. (laughs) Yes, and so is she, a very strong one. And she's a very smart individual, (laughs) by the way. Yes, like mother, like daughter. So we'll we'll keep it light light hearted at this point. Okay. Not to put you on the spot, I can hear it now, okay? (laughs) So what what are some qualities about your mom that you absolutely adore and appreciate and respect? the most okay um well i think one of the big ones at least for me growing up was always just seeing um like trying to figure out how to say this but like she had a really good heart for people and that's something i definitely learned growing up that's really the the big one for me because i'm like i don't i don't know i there's no other place where i would have gotten that from um what I learned through her was how to like look at people and not just look at them or look through them, but to look, you know, and see their heart. That is awesome. Wow, I'm really being put on the spot. <laughs> no, no, but you're just speaking from the heart. I mean, really, you are. So I don't mean to put you on the spot. Um, but looking at looking at relationships, I mean, where do we learn that? We learn that in, in the home. We learn that from our mom, from our parents, from our environment. And so that's really awesome. What what are some words to describe your mom? Oh, stubborn. That's the oh. first one. <laughs> I told you she's just like me, stubborn right? Stubborn and loud. I don't know if she's ever told you, but I can pick her out from a crowd just by her cough. Oh, nobody needs to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's been times when she didn't know I was there and she heard a cough and just turned around and stared right at me. <laughs> oh, what a hoot. Stubborn, loud. I'll say stubborn and loud, but but those those don't sound good, but I say that very endearing. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, endearing. No, you can't. No, I think those can be. I think those can be good qualities for sure. That's funny. Ooh. Loud. I love how she says loud. <laughs> loud. Uh, I, uh, I had a friend one time that when I told them she was on the morning show, they were like, oh, I've heard it before. And then they kind of made a face and I was like, what's that face? And they're like, well, She's kind of loud. And I was like, I mean, she's on the morning show. I should hope so. (laughs) 
maybe it's just I have my channel turned up too high. That's all it is. No, thank God I have a channel because no, I can actually just, turn it down. You just want to project. You have great energy. <laughs> I am good at projecting. Just saying. What is a funny story that you can tell me about your mom? Well, I have one, but I don't know if I can say it on the air. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're not on the air. We're recording. I'm dying to know which, which story you're referring to. Um, it involves a carrot. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> All right. So, Tori, I've got a question for you. Let's do this, okay? <laughs> and it was an apple, not a carrot, okay? Just get it right. Okay, sorry. The carrot came later. Okay, well, I'll explain to Nicole later. Go ahead. And go yeah, ahead. you're definitely going to have to explain that one. Okay, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to ask you if you can think of a funny, appropriate story or... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, see how I preface that? Looking for just, just a good time, a fun time, a funny story that you've had with your mom experience, I guess. Oh, I'm trying to think. I know, because there's so many, no, I, right? <laughs> no, but really, I, I have like a lot of like good memories. I, I don't think I have like a single story. I know there's just been like a lot of times that we've really enjoyed. Um, like, she'll pick up a stick at the barn and start spinning it like it's a rifle and then she'll throw it at me and I have to catch it. It's terrifying. Um, <laughs> color guard. That's color guard speak. <laughs> color guard. Color guard. Oh, fun. Yeah. I'll be like, catch. And she'll just be like, ah. There was one time that I got thrown over the top of a horse when they were trying to put me on the horse and I face planted <laughs> in the sand. And you did what? <laughs> I face planted in the sand. Was, I went right over the it horse. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. It was not me. I you, was... you were throwing the stick at her and <laughs> no, she fell over the horse? No, 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 no. We were at the barn and we were having some sort of event where it was just fun. It was just a fun event with all the kids and all the moms and stuff. And I was holding the horse because all the kids are taken off their saddles and they were all going to ride bareback. Okay. okay, so I'm holding the horse and my friend, she tried to help Tori onto the horse, but she lifted her too far and threw her right over the horse. Oh, my stars. I'm telling you, here is another movie clip. Like I'm picturing this whole thing. She is roaring over here. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I can tell. Oh my stars, this is awesome. I'm going to be quiet. Need you to breathe. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. We're going to just listen to her laugh. No, she went straight over and landed in the sand. It was the funniest thing. Oh my gosh. Okay, keep going. This is awesome. So did you have to go to the hospital or something? Like, No, I was fine. I mean, I was really little. I just kind of bounced. You just bounced? Did you... Oh my stars! This oh my is. God. She's got tissues. She's got tears coming down. Oh my gosh! Oh, if you could have seen it, Nicole, it was so funny. She just tossed her. She just pushed her too far. Oh no, she's broken. I know. Oh, okay, all right. I put myself back together. It was just so funny. Oh. So, Tori, how old were you? Because I was picturing last uh, week, probably ten or eleven. She was, or yeah, yeah, I was little. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So do you still, are you still friends with that person that threw your daughter over the horse? <laughs> she didn't mean to. It was just so funny. It was so funny. I guess she was used to a taller horse and she wasn't expecting Faith to be so small. Or a, or a, uh, a heavier person if oh, she could just. A heavier person. Right? Yeah, I was very light the, the way time. that you The way that you lift them up is you grab them by the ankle and they like 
they do everything to go up on the horse. You know, right. they position themselves and you're just holding them by the ankle and lifting them up and she just lifted too far and Tori went right over the other side. <laughs> I'm surprised you got back up on a horse. Oh. So you guys bond over horses. You have. That's... Yes, we've done a lot of horse shows and a lot of horse riding, and that's probably our biggest yep. our biggest thing. Yes. So what her is horse it? used to pick on me. He was like my big brother. Whenever she wasn't around, he'd grab my shirt and start yanking me around. Yeah, they had a really love hate relationship. It was really funny. He loved her, yeah. but he loved to pick on her. Oh, he loved to pick on her, and it was funny to watch the things that he would do. He was so smart. The things he would do to her, and she to get back at him would do two things: either put sunscreen <laughs> on his nose, which he hated because he had a white nose, and he didn't want to get burned. Yeah, he but he to- was burning. I was taking care of him. <laughs> no, that's not how he saw it. And the other thing was that he would eat anything that you would give him. She would give him cat food. He hated cat food. Why so- would you feed a horse cat food? <laughs> because she was picking on him. That was how she picked on him back. Oh, my stars. So those were the only he two things. He would beg for it. So would. I would give him some. It was his own fault. Yeah. 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 He, he trusted you. <laughs> and you. But it was really funny to watch these two really pick on each other. It really was. So another sibling type. It was like just like a sibling. Yes. What else you got, Tori? I'm trying to think. How is your relationship? I feel like there was one time that we were both cry laughing, but I cannot remember when it was. I'm sure there was. How has your relationship changed from growing up to now adulthood? Oh, that's a good one because I actually have an answer for that. So um, I think what it's changed a lot is my mom is one of the only people that's actually encouraged me to not see myself as a kid. And like, not that I, I do, you know, I am an adult. I pay my bills. I do what I need to do. But whenever I go to talk to people who I grew up as like my mom's, I don't feel like I'm allowed to express myself. And she's always been the one to say like, no, you're an adult. We have respect for you. Say what you need to say. And that's probably one of the reasons why I feel comfortable being her balance is because she encourages me to be outspoken in that way. I took a bunch of ladies on a retreat um, down to Kentucky to the silent retreat at the monastery. And Tori wouldn't talk. And I asked her to talk. And she's like, well, I'm around all the moms. And I said, no, no, you have a voice. You need to speak up. And she was an adult, so she had every right to speak up just like the ladies did. Right. And she did. That's awesome. Yep. Wow, I'm thinking about my own relationship with my mother or my relationship with my daughter. So I love that you shared how that has changed. What do you think about our podcast, Tori? It's good. Great, thanks. It's good. Awesome. It's got good flow. (laughs) That's the amazing editing skills that I have. That is true. I'm currently trying to record some mock podcasts for my own personal website. And it's not easy, especially to have like good flow in a conversation that's just just hanging out and talking. But I'm like hanging out and talking with myself. And I can't do that. (laughs) I I do that every morning. I hang out and talk with myself. Yes. So, Tori, I've got a question. Maybe I'll need some coaching. (laughs) So my question is, how do you aspire to be like your mother? She already is like her mother. Uh, Well, even... (laughs) Not the qualities you have, but what are qualities you see in your mom that you admire that you aspire to be? 
Uh, I mean, it goes back to that compassion component here, you know, having a good heart for people. Also, I just, I want to be able to walk into a room and have a bunch of people be like, they know my presence and they're happy to see me there. And um, having that big personality, I think is fantastic. And I, I mean, I do have that, but right now it's very polarizing for people as I've got some work to do on myself to make it a little less polarizing. <laughs> oh, listen, I've, I've gone through all that too. So I definitely know yeah. what you're talking about. Well, to yeah, to let you know, I think we all do that throughout our whole life. When we stop growing and stop learning, then we just stop, and that's not that's not what we need. So it's awesome that you see your mom grow and change because then you know that you are permitted to do the same at your current mm-hmm. state and at the age in which your mom is that you'll be someday. Oh, oh, I got it. I got another one. Ooh, yes. Challenge everything. Challenge everything. What do you um, mean by that? Elaborate. Like growing up in church and things. It was never, you know, I'm telling you this is what it is and, and that's it. It was always figure it out for yourself. And I think that that is one of the most healthy ways to approach something, especially if it's something as important to, to so many people as faith would be, is like, you have to do this for yourself and you have to know what it means for you. And then also Bible is Bible. So don't get weird about it. <laughs> I don't think I've said the don't get weird about it part. But that was Tori's interpretation. <laughs> but my thing is that I want people to read the Bible and go to God for the answers. Right. And and if somebody's telling you something, take it in, go back to the Bible and go back to God and see if that has valid. You challenge everything. Don't just listen mm-hmm. to people, but always find out for yourself if that's truth. Right. That's powerful. I'm glad that you picked that up. That makes me a very happy mom. Yeah, and it makes me a very polarizing person. <laughs> <laughs> and she has my humor. People will be like, they'll be like, I think this. And I'm like, yeah, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> and it just doesn't. Well, you don't yeah. tell them that at the time. You just go and look for it yourself. No. <laughs> right. Well, but it gives us an opportunity. Some people don't like the fact that I disagree with them. <laughs> but you can. But you can take what you know and go back and ask other people, why do you believe that? Why do yeah. you yeah. say that? You yeah. know, challenge them to dig deeper into the truth. It's not trying to tell them truth, but encouraging them to dig for truth themselves. Yep. There you go. So well fantastic. Yeah. Well I appreciate your time and taking the call with your busy life. So busy. She's so busy. <laughs> I am moving. Okay. That is that is pretty busy. And it's also finals week. So I heard. I already heard a little bit about what's going on in your world. Yeah. So super exciting. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Bright, bright future. New beginnings. Keep your head high, focused on the Lord. Keep your heart tender and run after those dreams. I'm gonna try. <laughs> That's that's what we'll we're get all there. doing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Tori. Thanks for everything. Okay, bye. Thanks for your input. Bye, darling. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so sweet. Love you too, that little bashful. Love you too. So this whole conversation that you just had with Tori, that I, I just listened to for the most part, I went through every emotion while she was talking because I've never asked my children about I guess, what I've taught them, or I, I don't know, it was just when, when you asked her questions about what she thinks of me, and she was so kind with such, you know, I, I was just crying. I was just crying. And then when she's telling the stories, and I'm remembering, and I'm laughing, and it was just a really cool experience to just listen to her. 
And when I, when I realized that she actually caught something that I'd been trying to teach her all these years, right. I wanted to rejoice. Yay! She figured it out. So I really thank you for the, asking those tough questions. I think it encourages all of us as moms. She's getting ready to graduate. And it's a different type of graduation, but it's significant and, and a season and the end of a chapter and the beginning of a new chapter. And that shows and reflects then on motherhood. You will always be her mother always, and she'll always need you. It's blossoming into a beautiful, growing friendship yeah. and relationship. Yeah. And I, I just I just think it was a very cool. So who else in the future do you think we should talk to? Ooh, in your world, I get to choose anybody who well, I can... Well, I mean... <laughs> you really threw that out there. I, I did. And that's, that's kind of scary. Wait, is your horse like Mr. Ed can... Can your horse talk? <laughs> she can with her face but and her ears, but she can't actually speak. Sorry. No, but that whole communication with animals is pretty it's, it's intriguing. Real. Yeah. She has a she has a face that tells a million stories. Hmm. But anyway, she can't talk to my horse. Okay. So who else? How about somebody you work with? The work Angie. Okay. Who work Angie would was somebody that I used to work with or I currently work with? Do I get to choose? We could ask our friends to choose if you don't want to choose, but So like take a poll. We could. People could just email in and say who they'd like to hear from next. A mentor? You're my mentor. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the <laughs> pressure. I'm not your mentor. Um, Do I have a mentor? Somebody at work. You work closely with, ooh, what if we just have a random listener that says emails, I want to talk to Angie. Sure. The sky's the limit. Let's yeah, take a could, poll. We could totally do that. So we're getting near the end. So we should probably wrap this up, which is hard because sometimes I could just keep talking. Yeah, and we talking. could just, yeah, just keep drinking more coffee and having more conversation. Yes, but I need a bathroom closer. So, okay. <laughs> so we can't do that. Okay. So I have a question that I ask you almost every week and then you ask me and vice versa. So if I ask you first, I get a chance to think about it. Oh, well, okay. Okay. Ready? Here you go. Okay. How are you going to make the world a better place? My contribution today, because I've been thinking about this, is I have been doing more meal planning. Yes. And so my meal planning has been, I'll cook something for maybe two, two or three servings and I have variety and I go home and I don't have to slave over the stove for a long time. Plus I have a toaster oven. Ooh. I love as a single person to have a toaster oven because I can do everything that a conventional oven can do. My pans even fit in there. Oh, my stars. It's like an adult easy bake oven. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is totally it. And I have cast iron pans. So I can put the whole pan Seriously? in there and I can make my meatloaf. I can make my biscuits, my cookies, anything that I would normally put in the oven. I haven't used my actual oven for a long time because I have this toaster oven. So fantastic. Especially when you have cast iron pans. The best. Interesting. So I've been doing meal planning. I've been doing things in my toaster oven. And it's so easy. I even went to the store and got snack bags. And I started portioning out my food. So when I get up in the morning at zero dark early, right, as I do, right. and I'm packing my lunch, I can just grab bags of things and grab and go. It's so easy. It's easy. It's convenient. And it's smart. You're oh so my smart. gosh, I'm smart. Yay. Oh my gosh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's our, hilarious. What can you say today to make the world a better place? Well, the funny thing is I had no idea you were going to ask me that. So uh, really, even though we've done this for several weeks. <laughs> no, but the thing is, 
I'm like so focused on what you're saying that I don't even have a chance to think about what I really I'm serious. I but don't... you make the world a better place every time you walk into a room. Oh, you're so oh. full of it. Okay. <laughs> How will I make the world a better place? I am drawing a complete blank. How will I make the world a better you're place? You're a mom of lots of kids. Right. A five load. kids. Mm-hmm. And you do things. I'm surprised sometimes. I had to learn the hard way because I learned on the fly with a lot of grace from God, you really analyze and raise your children a certain way. So give me some tips on how to deal with kids when they're stuck inside with all the thunderstorms or whatever else is going on or in the quarantine. How do you keep them from killing each other? And how do you keep from just driving you all crazy? Like, how do you keep the house peaceful? So the first thing I have to say is extending a lot of grace to myself and to the kids. Sometimes it's on the fly and just figuring it out in the moment. We do a lot of sibling distancing. Oh yeah, sibling distancing yeah, is good. So our two youngest daughters used to share a room at the beginning of quarantine. Guess what? We decided to take our fifth bedroom and turn it into another bedroom. So they have their own space, but it's been good for them. So they now have their separate rooms and that's been really nice because they feel important. They have their own space and it gives them alone time. And so I talk with them about this is your space. You need to keep it clean and picked up. And this is where you go to reset yourself and recharge your your batteries, spend time alone, spend time with the Lord, your own thoughts and your own playing time. Oh, nice. And I think that I'm encouraging that because I need to find that for myself more than I ever have. But here's the thing. Here's my thing. Uh Uh-oh. When you're growing up and you're sharing a bedroom with a sibling... You have to learn how to do that because when you get married, you're sharing a room again. Your life is basically just sharing a room. Yes. So why can't we teach them how to just share a room? So they have learned that. Okay. We're now expanding into independence. They are at an age where they need to feel a little more independent. The boys want their own room. They don't, but their room's large enough that they each have their own space. My son, Ian, has turned the closet into a workspace. He built two desks in there. One for himself. He's building and creating his own fishing lures. He's like this little genius. He is. It's amazing. And then Evan has his own little space. So it's creating, I guess, to make the world a better place is creating a space where you can go and to have peace and rejuvenate. And and so this is important even for the kids is what you're saying. Not just for us. Well, they have to learn it from somebody. Yeah. So if we're doing it for ourselves, why wouldn't we want to create that? What There's clubhouses. There's oh, tree houses. Yes. There's kids that go to the barn and they have their, the barn this is a was place for room. them. This was yes. the movie War Room. Yes. How will I make the world a better place? I think I would probably continue to encourage the kids and myself and my husband to have alone space to become rejuvenated and refreshed and a time of peace, a time of no music, no media. Yeah, exactly. Just just you and quiet. God. Quiet, yes. We always think that when we're sitting with God that we have to do something in that moment. But he just wants us to sit with him. Exactly. And so just sit quietly. Yes. And love on him and let him love on you. And it's so, oh my gosh, we did this for a Bible study. We used to take 15 minutes and just sit. And everybody felt so much more refreshed afterwards. Oh, absolutely. Because we need to just sit with him. Yeah. Be Be still. still. Oh my gosh. That is a really great thing to bring for this week. I think that's especially because the world is starting to open up slowly 
and people are going to start getting back into those routines and we're going to forget about how to be slow and home and more time on our hands. So I'm hoping that people hold on to that. Remember that they they don't have to rush everywhere and they don't have to catch that wheel again. Right. I'm hoping that people realize that taking time to settle and slow down is really healthy for people. Reevaluate priorities, reevaluate what's important to you and focus on that. And it's going to look different for some people and some people are going to miss the boat and they're going to get back in the rat race again. And that's okay if that's what they choose to do. Yeah. Ryan and I don't want to do that. We don't. We just want to stop, be still, refocus, and be intentional with our choices and our time and our energy. You know, we do that with our money, or we should do that with our money. We we are to be good stewards of our money. I think this has given us an opportunity to be good stewards of our time. Oh, amen. And energy. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, that's a great. That's a great thing to end on. Fantastic. Okay. Well, there you go. That's our show. Woohoo! (laughs) Ta-da! It doesn't feel like a show. No, I feel like we're just ending our conversation. (laughs) No, this is fun. And my coffee's gone, but it's still warm. It's still warm. Since the warmer is there. So I guess uh, people holler at us. Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. And we've already gotten some people that have done that, so it's working. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited about that. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. The Shine FM Podcast Network.